Witness the horror. The mystery. You get so into it. From Dark Studio. Story that twists your mind. China's archive to tales. So intense. Of the supernatural. Totally check it out. It was a beautiful day as Wong walked down the street one morning in his hometown. As he was strolling down the open road, he had an auspicious encounter. He discovered a young lady with a bundle on her back. As he got closer, he noticed a troubled expression on her face. He couldn't help but notice her youth and attractiveness as he approached her. He then asked, Are you alright? May I help you? The young woman initially gazed at him with reluctance, but finally spoke and said that her parents had recently passed away. Her husband was a violent drunk who abused her every day, and she ran away to escape. She also said that her distant family was unknown to her and her grandparents died many years ago. The young woman's confession put Wong in a difficult situation. Caught between attraction and sympathy, he decided to try and help her by bringing her to meet his family. The young woman looked down and smiled with tears in her eyes. She accepted his generous offer and promised him that she would do everything she could to make him happy. As they walked back to his home, Wong thought about his wife and said, I must be out of my mind. My wife is never going to accept this. He glanced back once again at the young woman. Enchanted by her beauty, he continued on home with no reservations. When he arrived at home, his wife took one look at the young woman and glared at her. Wong asked her permission to let the girl stay until they found a proper home for her. Of course, this didn't sit well with the wife, and they had a big argument. After explaining the young woman's circumstance, the wife took pity on her and agreed to let her stay. They gave her a room in Wong's study. She was so grateful and thanked them profusely for their kindness. As Wong went to the market to get food, the young lady and the wife were home alone. The wife began preparing dinner and the young woman offered to help. Reluctantly, the wife agreed. While cutting the vegetables, the wife noticed that she was being watched by the young woman. The girl said, What beautiful hair you have. She replied, <laughs> Thanks. The girl then gazed at her more closely and said, what soft skin you have. She attempted to touch her, but the wife replied coldly, Thanks. And moved to the sink. As the wife washed the vegetables over the sink, she felt a strange sensation along the back of her neck. She turned around and saw the young woman standing right behind her with a penetrating stare. She smiled and said, What a wonderful scent you have. Feeling very uncomfortable and a bit frightened, she said, Thank you. Would you get the rice from the other room? The girl continued to stare at the wife with an expressionless look, and then suddenly agreed. She then strangely walked out of the room. Meanwhile, Wong was at the market when he saw the town monk. He smiled and nodded at him. The old man stopped walking and looked at him with a stern look. Puzzled, Wong asked him what was wrong. The monk muttered some inaudible phrases and said, You are bewitched. I smell a dangerous odor upon you. An odor? Wong said confused. He then asked him, 
What's different with you today? Scratching his head, Wang denied any changes. It was then he mentioned that he had met a young destitute woman on the road who was in need of help. The monk said, Describe her to me. As Wang talked about her beauty, circumstance, and appeal, the monk noticed the odor became too strong to bear and abruptly covered his nose and coughed. He quickly wrote on a piece of paper that he took from the market. Confused, Wang asked if he was okay. The monk then gave him the paper, which appeared to have a cryptic message written on it. He then said, Listen to me, for what I am about to tell you is a matter of life and death. You must hang this note within your home on your door. It will scare off the evil spirit you have just let into your home. Startled, Wang said, Evil spirit? You mean the young woman? The monk replied, I don't believe that's a young woman in your house now. You must hurry and do as I say. Your life and the life of your wife depend on it. I will be here until dusk if you need anything. Frustrated with disbelief, Wang started his journey back home. As he arrived at his home, Wang peered through the window and saw his wife in the kitchen. Out of curiosity, he wanted to check on the beautiful woman that's been on his mind all day. So he walked over to the study window. At that moment, he felt a little guilty for spying on a young woman in the privacy of her room. He hesitated, but his desire was much stronger than his sense of propriety. As he slowly opened the window, his heart raced, his breathing intensified, and his hands became ice cold. Mortified, he blinked his eyes twice to clear his vision and convince himself that he wasn't dreaming. Sitting on the bed was a creature in the shape of a human, but its skin torn completely off. Its flesh was pale white, with green discoloration, as if the flesh was rotting. The amphibious monster cracked its neck repeatedly to focus its blood-red eyes on something ambiguously hidden. Wong covered his mouth to stop himself from screaming as the creature revealed its face, which resembled a flesh-eating piranha with razor-sharp teeth that protruded its mouth. It gurgled with each breath it took while it was aggressively occupied with something. Wong was terrified and devastated at the same time. What happened to the young woman? Did this monster devour her? As his mind raced to make sense of the impossible, he saw the creature continue to dress and then suddenly start to paint the skin laying on the bed with its hideous claws. As Wong focused his vision on the skin, he saw that it belonged to the beautiful woman he sought after. It was then he realized that he had been misled the whole time, as the skin was a disguise for this demon to infiltrate his home. In terror, he dropped his belongings, which alarmed the creature. It looked straight at him with its bloodshot eyes. After being spotted, Wong started to run as fast as his body would allow. I have to warn the monk, he thought. But then he suddenly stopped. The note, he cried. He turned around and ran back to his bag and pulled out the note. He quickly put it on the door of the study. He snatched off the window cover and looked inside. But the creature was nowhere in sight. Where had it gone? Did the note work in banishing the monster? Wong let out a sigh of relief. It's over, he said to himself. Suddenly, he heard a loud scream coming from the kitchen. He bolted inside, but stopped, frozen in fright, as he saw the creature had grabbed his wife from behind with its claws around her neck. 
She screamed and cried for Wong's help. The creature smelled his wife's neck and then glared at Wong with a razor-sharp smile. Finally, the monster spoke and said, My, my, I have devoured so many men, but none as lustful as you. Such a beautiful wife. Yet you bring another to your home. So now, I will feast on both of you. Wong, trembling in fright, grabbed a broom standing in the doorway. He said, Let her go, I beg you. Take me instead. <laughs> the creature cackled a laugh and hissed. You. I am going to eat you slow. She's going to be first. And you get to watch. The demon slowly turned and looked at the wife and said, Such a pity. I guess it's just you too. The last family had two delicious little ones whom I savored till the end. So sweet. The monster then stretched its jaws wide open to begin eating her when Wong attacked it with the broom. The two tussled and fought until the monster got a hold of the broom in its jaws and snatched it away. Wong had suffered multiple flesh wounds from the creature and was bleeding to death. His wife ran to his side to stop the blood as the creature slowly crawled closer and closer for the kill. Suddenly, there was a voice heard outside the house. The creature stopped and hissed angrily. The door opened and the town monk slowly walked in, chanting his sutras. He held up the note in one hand and had a large wooden rod in the other as he slowly approached the demon. It screamed, clawed, and scratched as if the chanting was burning its mouth. Suddenly, it jumped towards the monk in a desperate effort of escape, but the monk struck the beast with his rod. The creature's body thumped on the floor and continued to move feverishly, yet the head was severed clean off. It rolled towards Wong and his wife and then rested in a pool of its black blood. Even though it lied there dead, the eyes were wide open, staring with those bloodshot eyes. The monk helped stop Wong's bleeding and the three got rid of the creature's remains together. He then explained that that wasn't the first of its kind and that others are lurking all over the land. The monk said, They are the hungry demons who prey on the weaknesses of humans. They need human flesh to stay alive and have many disguises. Please take care and live a righteous life. With that, the monk left the couple and was never seen again. From that day forward, Wang cherished his wife and never sought the warmth of another again. Though Wang's story ends well, there were many disappearances of spouses, children, and families reported for many years after this incident. It is said in China that hungry demons can take the form of anyone and can appear when you're the most vulnerable. When we're lonely, green with envy perhaps, or unhappy. <laughs> Sound a bit familiar? They come near and whisper that they'll make everything better if you would but let it inside. But at what cost is really the question. How many have lost their lives from the charm of another? This may not just be a tale, for you may have a few in your life now. Beware, you've been warned. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Dark Studio. 
So you've made it to the end. Thanks for tuning in to Dark Studio. Be sure to comment and share the experience. And stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>